You ever look at someone and think to yourself, I wonder how they got there. I wonder how they did that. I wonder why they didn't make better choices or how they achieved so much success. It all comes down to the story. Let's talk about it. You know, it's crazy how working in a federal prison will change your perspective. That exposure to various types of people and come from really such diverse backgrounds. And one of the things I do when a, a new guy would come into my classroom where they would try and apply for a job with me, the first thing I'd ask him is, all right, what's your story, dude? What's your story? And, of course, they'd come off with some story. I remember one guy told me, he goes, well, you know, I lived in the in the inner city, and I, uh, I sold drugs for a living. I don't know who my dad is. I was on my own by the time I was 14 years old. I was raised by the gang, right? And, of course, with my background and coming from where I did, and I understand it probably more than most because of my rough childhood and the things I went through, but the reality is that kind of sets you off, and you, you just kind of scratch your head, and you try and understand why this young man... While he can see his friends dying in, in, in gang-related violence, they just they can't step away from it. And as it turns out, the reason most of these guys hold to those values is because it's the only story they know. It's the, it's the only, When they look at life, that's the image that pops in their mind about what their life not only looks like, but needs to look like. There's this unreasonable amount of dedication to a lifestyle that ultimately will probably end up with them losing their lives. And yet we shake our head, right? But when you think about the role the story plays in in your life, it's a lot like that gang member. What? What do you mean? I, I ain't nothing like a gang member. That's what the response normally is. Well, I ain't anything like a gang member. Well, not from the standpoint of actions. You're not out there slinging dope and shooting people. But you do have a story in your mind that has created the life that you live, the value system that you hold to. That's where success, that's where failure, that's where all of our choices begin. But when is the last time you actually sat down and asked yourself, huh, is this really a good story? Is this really where I want to be? Let's talk about your story. If you tuned into yesterday's podcast, I will tell you there is, uh, I own the story that I'm telling about the American dream. I, I own it. And I, and I truly believe it. I mean, I look around and the truth is this. The story that we've been given is, I mean, it's a great story. I mean, everyone's doing it, so it has to be a great story, except for the fact that it creates this trap. And that's where we, where we argue. We're like, well, no, I love my life. Well, the gangster loves his life, too. I mean, he, he, he owns that. He will die for his friends, right, because of the story he has. But like that gangster, when we take a look at our life, we have to kind of step back in order to actually say, okay, yeah, I believe this, but what is it actually doing for me? And of course, like that gang member, we hold to it because we value it. But what are you getting for all of your hard work? And I illustrated this yesterday when I said, you know, you're going to work, you're, you're making a commitment when you jump into the American dream and you're... You're going to make a commitment. You're saying, listen, I'm going to work hard for this for my entire life. That's how valuable this thing is to me, this, this story that I'm following. 
And I guess that's fine if you're waking up energized and excited about the choice you're making, about the story you're following. But, you know, what's ironic about that is that's not what I'm seeing. I mean, how, how great do you feel today? What is it? I'm recording this on Friday. It's Friday. How great do you feel? Do you, if you think back to Monday, did you wake up on Monday wishing it was Friday? I mean, I don't know. That might be a key indicator that maybe the story you're following isn't nearly as great as you've convinced yourself to believe it actually is. Let's face it. If you were on vacation in Aruba or in Florida or wherever your dream vacation is based on your story and you're you're sitting there on and you it's the first day of vacation you're not going to be sitting on vacation going man I can't wait till we can get back home so I can get back to my life and I probably don't have to explain this to you but I will why why is that Well, it's because that story, that thing that you're actually doing, that being on vacation or going snowboarding or spending time fishing or playing golf or any of an endless list of things that you have at your disposal or you could start working for, you just simply aren't doing because of your story, because of the story you're you're living. And the story is the same as everyone around you. Let's see. Let me see if I can get this right for you. Not to be condescending, but that there's a point when I maybe that'll work. Maybe that'll get your attention. So let me try it this way. Let's see. The story is you grow up, you get married, you have kids. Debt's not okay, but it is okay if it's for the right reasons. Um, let's see. Boy, I really love everything I have, but there's just one more thing I want, and now your life is full of crap, and you don't have any time for that vacation. In fact, there's a good chance you probably don't have enough time to even dream about that vacation. You're too busy dealing with all of the obligations that come from that great story that you can't seem to break away from. Am I wrong? It was funny about this whole uh, conversation is that, you know, I, I you don't usually hear someone bragging on social media about pulling weeds. Oh, man, I had a great weekend. Well, what'd you do? Oh, I got to paint the bathroom. I got to paint the kitchen. No, I had I, I, I was under the house working on plumbing. I had a pipe break. Right. And of course, the justification for that is, well, you know, you, that's just what comes with home ownership. Precisely. And again, the reason that we engage in it and we're willing to accept the fact that we are taking a life sentence with this decision we're making based on this story because you're not going to get that house paid off much before you retire, if even then. And of course, I'm not going to be able to convince you that, that there's something wrong with your life because everybody believes it because that's their story too. But let me go ahead and just break this down for you. We're going to draw your attention to a few things that might might get you thinking about how great that story is and might even inspire you to come up with a, a better story. All right, for my own, for my own uh, benefit and to benefit you, I don't want to waste your time having a conversation where I'm actually wrong. So let's go ahead and start by breaking this whole story thing down into bits and pieces. From the time you got up today until the time you go to bed, how much of the stuff that you're doing that is built into your story that you're living elevates your existence. In other words, you because you're going to do what you do today, your life feels better, you feel more energized than you did yesterday, and tomorrow you're going to wake up even more energized. 
Is it the getting up at five o'clock in the morning, grabbing that coffee and jumping in that car and heading out? Right. No, probably probably not. OK. Is it is it dealing with with employees who lop around and you have to pick up the slack because they're buddies and they drink whiskey with the boss at night? They don't go home. They go to the bar. Maybe is is that the highlight of that amazing story or or maybe it's hauling butt home, getting caught in traffic for two hours because somebody was on their phone and ended up rearing it, rear ending someone. I mean, is is that the is that the great part about this thing that we continue to defend? I I don't know. I'm asking you. It's your story, right? Or maybe it's the fact that Monday morning you're going to wake up and and you're going to think to yourself, oh, I wish it was already Friday, right? So those are some prime examples of how amazing this adventure we're living is, right? Because it, that's our story. And that's what's ironic about it. If you if you actually sit down and think about how many things you can get excited about throughout your day, and we're not just talking about your day, we're talking about a lifetime. You're not going to grind out the American dream for, for a couple years, a couple weeks. You're going to grind it out for the rest of your friggin' life. And by the time you manage to escape it to where you actually have some free time, how old do you think you're actually going to be? How good a shape are you going to be in? Are you going to be grabbing your partner, your wife, your husband, say, hey, all right, let's go rock climbing now. I'm 63. Let's go learn how to surf. Let's go snorkel or scuba dive. Let's get scuba dive certified. No, you're not. So the question is, why are we so adamant about how amazing this life is to the point that we we refuse to hear someone like me? I mean, I am the crazy one, right? I'm the guy that shows up every day and says, you know, hey, listen, I'm just, I'm over here and I'm making a little noise. I'm just asking, is it really that friggin' good to be that far in debt? People have to decide, well, let's see, do we want to go out to dinner? Uh, can't, I can't really afford ribeyes. Right, I can't really afford to eat the food I want. If you want to live a better life, and and maybe you don't. If you if you can't escape your story long enough to accept that any of the stuff I'm telling you is true, there's probably not any chance in hell you're going to actually change anything. But let's just pretend on the outside chance that you you're kind of starting to question how great it is to face the commitment of 30 or more years doing exactly what you're doing today, feeling exactly the way you will feel today for that big monster reward at the end of it all. Let's imagine for a second that you don't even have a story. You don't, you don't, you don't believe any of the things you do. You're just sitting there, you're a blank canvas and you're getting ready to like, you're getting ready to plan your life. Now, let's talk about the other side of this coin. You already know what it's like to live the story you're living. Let's go ahead and take a look and see if we can break this thing down and throw out some ideas that might get you thinking, might get you wondering, holy crap, maybe I need a better story. Instead of going into hypotheticals, I'm going to go ahead and identify some or illustrate some actual differences between the story most of us are living and the story some people are living first of all let's let's talk about the political arena because that's that ooh, right you know you 
that's part of your story too. You think about, you know, well, you know, I'm a, I'm a Democrat, I'm a Republican, I'm a I'm a Raiders fan, I'm a Denver Broncos fan, right? That's all part of our story too. And and just like that gang member, that young man who stands by his convictions to defend his homies to the death. That's kind of what we do too. We develop this story about how Donald Trump is the greatest man since 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 that ever walked the face of the earth, or how Joe Biden is the greatest. The Democrats are definitely going places with the world, right? How you believe what you believe, right? If you take a look around at the state of the country right now, and not only that, but the amount of division among normal working class people, you're just you're just like the guy who believes in Trump or Biden. It doesn't matter. I mean, when you split it all out, and, and I guarantee those people at the top aren't going to come in and, and save you when you're getting your butt kicked by life, right? But, but we believe it to the point that we allow ourselves to separate ourselves from people who are different than us, all based on the story. So obviously, the story does work. And these people at the top tell the story, and then we listen to it. We decide what what's going to be our story, and, that, and then we run with the ball. You ready for some good news? The good news is there's the other side to the story, the good side to having a great story. I used to question the the choices of of raft guides. Canyon City, where I'm from, is a big river. It's a big rafting community. You got the Arkansas River that runs right through it. A lot of good white water, some Class Five rapids, and and that's just the big thing. And when I was growing up, I and I'm working and I'm doing the American Dream thing like everyone else. I'm looking at these rafters and I'm thinking, God, how can they do that? I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Why the hell would you spend your summers rafting and your winters snowboarding? snowboarding being a snowboard instructor right it just, that's crazy how do you i mean there's no stability and oh my god but you know what's ironic about that is those those people who are rafting who are hanging out and they're running up and down the river and they're getting tips and and at the end of each day they talk about how great it was and they're in great physical shape and they got their tan bodies and and part of i mean the water is their life right they're loving what they're doing. And guess what? If you if you take a look around at that group of people, you know what you're going to see? You see a lot of happy, smiling, enjoying my life people. And the reason we reject that, the reason I was over there judging them, was, wasn't because they were wrong. It was because it didn't match my story. Same is true for even Sandy and I. All right? The story is we decided we weren't happy with the conventional life we stepped away and of course all of our friends go oh my god can you can you imagine what they're doing now they didn't tell us that oh that's cool i love your rv but behind the scenes come on guys you know who you are right you were like oh that friggin' chris has lost his mind i mean he's actually gonna sell the house oh poor sandy i bet he's just bullying her right into that whole proposition and guess what It's the most amazing adventure that we've ever had. And how did it happen? It's because we just changed the story. You need another example of people who are not, who are living a great story that you might think, oh, that's nuts. Did you know there's actually people who have committed their lives to just sailing around the Caribbean? Yeah, and there's hurricanes and there's storms and all that stuff. There's all the work that comes with living on a sailboat or living on a catamaran. And we look at that and we go, well, that's, that's, I could never do that. Well, of course you can't do that. That's not your story. You can't do that because you don't believe it. You believe that the pinnacle of success is for you to go in debt and to acquire some equity in your house, to give up your entire life 
And let me say that again, to give up your entire life, to waking up every day, working, coming home, grinding it out, being like everyone around you. And what's really ironic about that is how it feels to live that story. I guarantee you that couple living on that sailboat, they don't wake up in the morning going, oh, crap. They wake up in the morning, they know they have these things to do, but the level of obligation that they have delivers a life that most people can't even imagine. Here's the caveat. If you can say the same thing about your story and you're looking down that road, depending on how old you are, and you see that end where you get to retire and eventually you get to have some real fun in your life, how does it feel for you to do what you're doing every day? This is where the power of story comes in. When you take a look at anyone who's achieved immense success, anyone who has come above and beyond what those around them are able to do, it all comes down to the story. If I've got your attention, if you're thinking, wait a minute, maybe maybe I could wake up a little more energized. Maybe it is possible for me to spend more time fishing, hiking, hunting, golfing, doing whatever that thing is that actually makes me feel great when I'm doing it. Stick around because we're going to talk about how to get that started, how to get that ball rolling. So in a very short amount of time, you get to wake up excited, you know, kind of like you used to when you were young and had a great story. Ooh, let's do this. We are what we think. We are the information we take in. Those Trumpsters, those Biden Democrats, whatever, those people that are ranting and raving and they're carrying their flags, you know, that's their identity. That is their story. When you talk to them, they talk about who they are and what they're doing. And even, I mean, this podcast, me, I'm a prime example of what a story does. It doesn't matter what the world thinks. You want to know what my story is about everything I do? It is friggin' amazing, and eventually someone's going to say, hell yeah, I see what he's talking about. I'm going to change my story too. But if that were the case, let's just pretend that you are ready to change your story. You're ready for something better. How does that happen? How does that start? Now, depending on where you are in life, this is probably a concept that you've kind of either never really embraced or you just you've let go. But there's this thing called dreams. It's called it's called daydreaming. It's called what if. And it's a it's a process. It's a real simple process. It's where you spend time each day and you evaluate where you are. And more than that, you mirror or compare where you are to maybe some place you could be. And it doesn't even matter if you think it's possible. The idea for you to start changing your story is just to simply spend time thinking about what other stories you could be living. I can assure you, Sandy and I didn't just jump off the cliff in a a week and say, all right, we're selling everything and we're hitting the road. We daydreamed about what our life could look like for almost five years before we ever pulled the plug on it and said, you know what, I think we're ready. And even then, it was scary as hell, and parts of us wanted to just revert back to our old story because, well, it's comfortable, and, it, and we were familiar with it. I mean, God forbid, what, what evil lurks beyond the confines of the, of the American dream of our domesticated lives that we were getting ready to walk away from? And guess what? 
It's been an amazing adventure. It's been one of the most rewarding and challenging adventures of our life. And and what's really wonderful about it is all it took was us deciding that maybe we could come up with a better story, a story that was more inspiring, more challenging, that would push us to our limit and, and challenge us to overcome what it takes to live and travel in an RV. And how did it start? How did we get that ball moving forward? We started dreaming. We started a conversation. We started playing this game about what if. We spent time walking and talking with each other and throwing out ideas and and getting scared and then backing away and then sticking our nose back in a bit. Well, you know, we could probably do sailing, which was where our plan started. I wanted to sail. And after some research, we talked about it and I learned about it. And then I read some stories about other sailors. And about how they got caught in storms for like seven days. And that's when I realized, no, that's that's probably not the story for me. I'm a I'm a tough guy, but I'm not that friggin' tough. So we backed away and we came up with a new story. We started talking about how cool it would be to to go travel around the country and see things we've never seen. And I remember for the people who I used to work with, I would show up at work and I'm like, Bangor, Maine, we're going to Bangor, Maine. I started this conversation about two years before I ever retired. And I'm sure my coworkers, Brenda and, and, the, and the rest of them, they, uh, they would like, oh, God, just shut up about your dream, right? But I was in the process of transitioning my story. And the way that transition works is when you when you start thinking about something that is better than where you are all of a sudden where you are becomes less and less satisfying as if as if what you're going to do this next 30 years is actually that satisfying you want to change your life you want to wake up every day it's right there within your reach all you have to do is change your story But there is a, another dynamic that exists within our society, and, and that's, the, that's part of the struggle we face in actually being able to change our story from those around us. Let's face it, when you take a look at the people around you and they make certain choices, it makes it a lot easier for you to accept those choices as your own. And there isn't any bigger or more prominent example of the idea or what our story represents than than the idea that when I ask you, hey, how's your life going? You're like, well, hell, I love my life. I'm happy with my life. But if I were to break down what we do every day, most of the crap we do, we don't, we're not feeling great about. You don't, you don't feel as good about doing what you do every day as you do when you're on vacation in Aruba or, or Hawaii or doing whatever it is you love to do. But yeah, when I challenge you and I say, hey, listen, dude, I was just wondering because I don't see you smiling. You're not really busting your hump, enjoying the fact that you're an employee and that you want to get better at your job because it's just so challenging and you love it so much. That's not how you feel. And yet if I ask you, hey, you know, so it doesn't look like you're having fun. The first thing you do is you get defensive. You're like, well, you know, I love my life. And, you know, it's the American dream and, and a house is a good investment and all all of the, the whole story that goes with your choices, which in fact truly illustrates the power of story. You don't have anybody walking around going, you know, the American dream sucks. I don't like being in debt. Being in debt sucks. If they're in debt and they are living the American dream, the words that'll come out of their mouth, regardless of any examples I give them is, you know, I'm happy with my life. I love my life. I wouldn't change a thing about my life. Of course not. That's your story. 
You believe your story. If you don't believe your story, then why are you living it? So believe it. You're happy. There isn't anything you'd rather be doing than what you're going to do from now till the day you die. And being retired at 65, drinking so much alcohol, you pickle your liver and you die by the time you're 75, that is a perfect plan. Kind of getting off the path there a little bit, but let me, I mean, let's face it. Am I, am I wrong? How many things you're gonna, are you going to experience the next seven days that are amazing? I mean, and granted, there are some things that are simply amazing that none of us would change about our lives. I, I wouldn't change the fact that I had children. In fact, I wouldn't change the cycle that me and Sandy have gone through in order to get to this point. Would I have loved for me to come up with this plan a lot sooner? Hell yeah. I just probably still worked at the federal prison. But the difference is when we weren't working, we would have been playing. And the reason we weren't playing is because the story we were following involved all kinds of mundane tasks that kept us trapped in the life we were in. You, you can't go travel the world when you work for the federal government. You got to retire, right? That's the big plan. That's the big thing that everybody wants. And yet there's a part of the story we keep leaving out. We keep intentionally or unintentionally avoiding it. It isn't the conversation we're having. And that is, guess what? Eventually, it's going to end. That's the part of the story you don't have any control over. It could be today, tomorrow. It could be next week. Or who knows? Hell, maybe you'll live to be 100. But eventually, you're going to run out of time. Now, that's the reality of the story called life. You can keep doing what you're doing, and the world isn't going to think one way or the other about it. It isn't going to give a damn what you do. The only one that needs to concern themselves with that is you and the people you love. Are you ready to grab a hold of a better story? A story like mine, a guy who does a podcast every day because he wants to make sure that if for no other reason, his children, his grandchildren, his great-grandchildren understand his story? There's no doubt about it. I wouldn't be where I am today. Sandy and I wouldn't be where we are today if it wasn't for a great story. We get an idea, we talk about it, we get all excited about it, and in a very short amount of time, the place where we are is not nearly as exciting as the place we're getting ready to go. Want to live a great life? Start with a, a great story. Start with a story that comes from within you. Why is it more difficult than it should be? Well, in part, it's because... Every bit of information that you get comes from outside yourself. How much time do you spend actually sitting in silence, not letting anybody interrupt your thinking to the point that you have the ability to actually say, you know, I think I would probably like to do this. Every minute of every day, you're being inundated by something that's going to distract you. Did you know your phone is programmed that when you move it, it starts dinging? starts making noise like a baby and of course we've been trained uh that that's a really valuable thing we oh you have to answer your phone you have to answer you have to check your likes for god's sake because that's your story it's important to you but how important is it and more than that how much of an impact is all that information having on you how much time are you wasting every day engaged in activity that serves no tangible benefit to you and yet you just can't resist it Understand, I know I was there. I used to load Facebook up with every post I could, thinking in my mind, because the story I was telling myself was, oh, yeah, I'm going to be famous. I'm not going to be famous. 
I don't have any illusion about that. The world is way too busy. It has become way too difficult to capture anyone's attention for you to for me to become famous in fact if that's your goal you might want to rethink that story because that's another bullshit story we can't seem to shake off i don't know you want to start creating a better story stop listening to the noise stop allowing yourself to be distracted because you have some idea some story cooking in your head about the true significance of spending four hours staring at a screen looking at tiktok and there is absolutely no doubt about it when i say that people go yo you're wrong you're wrong am i am i the next time you turn your phone on and you spend some time focusing on social media or any of that stuff that you do reading articles about crap that doesn't have anything to do with you or or standing outside your house arguing with your neighbor about who's the best candidate for president just just take a minute and when you get done just take a minute afterward and think about how much better your life is how much more enthusiastic you are about the amazing life you're living that is the gauge for the quality of your story If you want to live an amazing life, you have to start with creating an amazing story. You can't get that from the people around you. It has to come from you. Learn everything you can about who you are, about what you want, about what your partner wants. Spend time daydreaming, asking yourself what if, and I guarantee before you know it, you will get there. This is definitely one I own. This is definitely one that I would continue to stand by because the truth is we become what we believe. Listen, if you're ready to wake up excited and energized about your life, I would suggest that you take some time, turn the noise off, and start looking at the story that you're following. Stop accepting it for what it is and start going after it. And before you know it, you will wake up and you'll be amazed at where you end up. Until next time, hey, listen, guys, I really appreciate you showing up. I appreciate the shares and likes. About once a week, I get this idea I'm going to quit, and then I show up anyway. That's because it's all part of my story. Don't forget to launch every choice, every decision, every interaction from a platform of kindness. It'll make your life better, and it will make the world better. Until next time, my name is Chris Haquez, and this is Your Best Life Defined.